Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? Aloha everyone, my name is Aaron Michael Ho, the greatness guru and transformational linguist, and welcome to Talk Pono Radio, the podcast chronicling the journey, both yours and mine, in the practice of all things win-win. I'd like to first and foremost welcome you and thank you for joining me for my first episode of Talk Pono Radio, and truth be told, I'm going to leave the introductions until later in the podcast, because it's more important to me for you to know what I say and what about what I'm about than to know who I am. So without any further ado, let's get back to it. Let me read that again. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Why would it be a fear of ours to be powerful beyond measure? Furthermore, why would it be our deepest fear? This excerpt from Marianne Williamson has been a favorite of mine for a very long time. And obviously, the feeling is mutual for many of us here on Earth because this particular excerpt appears in print, everywhere from being quoted in books and magazines and newspapers, to being plastered all over the internet in memes and whatnot, to being featured on the big screen in films like Coach Carter and Aquila and the Bee. Well... Once upon a time, um, I read those lines and I took them to mean that we as a species, we as a civilization here on this planet, we ought to fear our collective powers. That our greatest fear could be that our collective powers tend to get away from us. And that, well, and that's why we have things like war and poverty and racism. And that when our collective powers do get away from us, it becomes a situation that we can't control we can't take it back and that's why it would be our deepest fear because we can't undo it that was my understanding before brilliant right for a 10 year old (laughs) but now stepping into a journey of practicing win-win and I'll, i'll get more into that later but stepping into the journey of win-win this excerpt has become for me a very powerful anthem a very powerful a very powerful reference for win-win. Think about all the colossal social injustices that I mentioned, like war, poverty, racism, all the way down to the woman sitting outside the coffee shop asking for money, the families on the beach homeless, even the bullies on the playground at your kids' schools, or even our illustrious leadership and their particular brands of politics. If we were to buy into the idea that we are powerful beyond measure, then there would be no excuses. There'd be no excuses, ladies and gentlemen. There'd be no excuses for these injustices to still be around. It would mean that if we were still, if there were still someone in need, it would mean that we, each and every one of us, has chosen for him or her to remain in need. If we do not opt in, if we don't choose into a win-win lifestyle, If we don't choose in to win-win, if we don't choose a world that works for everyone, if we don't choose into a world in which for someone to win, someone else doesn't have to lose, if we don't choose in, we're choosing out, folks. 
which means we're choosing for that woman outside the coffee shop to remain hungry. Yes, yes, it's true. She's also choosing for herself to remain hungry. I'm not going to get into that. But if we don't choose to help, we're choosing not to. We are choosing for her to remain hungry. And it wouldn't matter how much you give to charity, okay? It wouldn't matter how much good you do. It wouldn't matter how many times you go to church on Sunday. It wouldn't matter how many how many connect groups, how many Bible studies. It wouldn't matter if we were powerful beyond measure and there were still problems in the world. There'd be no ands, ifs, or buts about it. Responsibility would be on us. And that's why it's our deepest fear. If we were powerful beyond measure. Now, that's that's a, on a societal level. What about on a, prof- uh, on a personal level? I know for me, so many times a day, I find myself telling s- myself stories about reasons I didn't accomplish what I set out to accomplish. Or reasons that I don't do some things that I know I should. You know, like, um, because I can't, or... I shouldn't, or it wouldn't be right. It would be rude of me to, or it's not something we, it's not something we do, or I just don't have the resources. I don't have any money, or maybe there's some reason that the situation is the way it is. Whatever the case may be, I find myself telling myself these stories, but again, powerful beyond measure, they just be excuses. They'd be choosing out. These excuses are getting in the way. These excuses are me getting in my own way. They're in, they are me getting in our way. That would mean every time I set out to do something and I don't succeed, I don't accomplish, it would mean that by and large, I chose out. I chose not to accomplish. Again, if I were powerful beyond measure. That'd be a huge mind job. That's definitely a switch in thinking. And that's something that doesn't feel nearly as forgiving. It's a good thing we're not powerful beyond measure. Not so lucky, folks. We are. That's the be- That's the rub, folks. We are. For the people of faith in, in the audience out here, like making that jump can be relatively simple. I mean, Marianne Williamson continues this excerpt by saying, we, we ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You're a child of God. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that's within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. For the people of faith in Romans, the book of Romans tells us that we are more than conquerors, that we're joint heirs with Christ. Or in Philippians, it tells us that we can do all things through Christ. And that's powerful beyond measure. For people of faith, we are people who are powerful beyond measure. Connect some dots. For the people of faith, if you're choosing to see powerful beyond measure as too much of a leap for you, are you open to at least making manifest the glory of God, which is beyond measure? Again, people of faith, we have no excuse. No excuse. Think about it. 
And for those of us who are not of the body of Christ, there are countless tellings of incredible things being done by human beings. Mothers lifting cars to save infants. Stories of people knowing things they couldn't have known. Hearing and seeing things they couldn't have heard or seen. Doing things they couldn't have done. If powerful beyond measure is too much of a leap for you, are you open to being more powerful than you know? Or perhaps more powerful or powerful beyond your own understanding? Because you are. But why? Why do this? Why choose in? Why choose win-win? She says, your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people will not feel insecure around you. As we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. We are liberated from our own fear, or as we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Powerful stuff. But when it comes down to it, why do we why why choose win-win? If you ask yourself, like, what would you change in this world? I mean, it, it was almost comical, like growing up, everyone's asked themselves before, if there's something you could change, if you had the cataclysmic power to change something about this world, what would it be? Whatever reason you give, that's why you choose win-win. Because that's the only way we win. Quite frankly, if we don't choose in, if we don't choose win-win, someone always has to lose. When is that going to be you? If we don't choose win-win, someone will always have to get hurt. Someone will always have to go without. There will always be those who choose their own well-being over that of others. There will always be those who get taken advantage of. There will always be war, greed, hurt, evil, hate, and so on, and so on, and so on. Your mission today, should you choose to accept it, is twofold. First, take some quiet time. Journaling might be helpful. And think about win-wins and what it could look like for you. Or what it could mean for you. And secondly, chime in. Give me some real life win-win stories or choices that you've experienced or made. I love being in great conversations. And I look forward to continuing this conversation with all of you. And with that, mahalo pihaku ya oko. Thank you all for joining me on my first episode of Talk Pono Radio. Upcoming episodes will feature more information about where we'll be going with Talk Pono Radio, introductions of myself and my team, and just great conversation about our journeys as we practice choosing in to win-win. Aloha.